I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. The start of free agency is upon us. Today at 4 o'clock is when the Legal tampering window begins when agents can start communicating with teams about the perspective of uh, signing their free agent. And then league, uh, the new league year and free agency officially opens Wednesday. It's like four Today's the official start of the pre-start of the <laughs> exactly, real start. Exactly. We're preheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, free agency is here. That's the, <laughs> that's the takeaway. Free yeah. agency is here. And we are going to discuss today what you should expect from the Ravens. We got every move already charted out. We already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Here we so go. We're give you the full breakdown. Is it laminated? No, I don't laminate. You know, no, no, okay. No, 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 that, no that comes Wednesday at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's dive into it here, Gary. I, I, would, I would start by saying... Probably shouldn't expect any major moves, mm-hmm. right? Marcus Williams was a major move last year. I don't think that that's probably going to happen this season. I agree. However, Ooh, here we go. He's got the finger up. He's got the point. Did big, you, you give him the big point? If, when we did the free agency prime, we're going to go back and listen to the tape, the tape from last year. Okay. Did you have Marcus Williams as your prediction for the early days of free agency? I believe I did. No, you did not. You did not. <laughs> I, I think everybody missed on that one. Bryson? So all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that stranger things have happened. Oftentimes, everyone has like, this is how it's going to play out. They're not going to make any moves, and like the the old notion of like the Ravens never make a splash in free agency. Like people it's always false. say that it's that's been false. Like they have gone out there and they've made moves. They got Marcus Williams last year. They've got. I mean, not like Kevin Zeitler was a big. Splashy move, but it was a fairly expensive move. Mm-hmm. Morgan <laughs> Moses was a fairly expensive move, um, you know, moderately. Mm-hmm. Um, Earl Thomas was a very was expensive a move. move. So, like, they've gone out there. So, what safety? Yeah, what safety? Right. <laughs> I don't think that's how. I can confidently say that. Yeah, I, I agree. There will not be setting. a big time safety that comes in. Certainly, everyone wants to know about wide receiver. I would not rule out the addition of a wide receiver. The tricky thing here. <laughs> is the salary cap space. Ravens don't have a ton of it. They're pressed mm-hmm. tight against the salary cap space. Lamar Jackson is under the franchise tag, and if you if you want a full, in-depth breakdown on Lamar and the tag and where that stands, go back and listen to the episode that dropped on Friday. We dive into all of the details on that, but just at a, at a high level, 
One is that Lamar cannot negotiate with any teams until Wednesday. Okay, so I know right. the free agency's open except for the players who are a franchise. So free agency opens for them on Friday on Wednesday. I don't even, why? I don't know. But but he could he could negotiate with teams starting on Wednesday and sign an offer sheet with another team. And then of course the Ravens still have the ability to match. But Lamar this year, <laughs> as it stands currently, will count against the salary cap thirty two million dollars. So point four. Thirty two point four. Thank you. So big number. Um but still under market value for a player of his caliber to a certain extent. Right. But in terms of that entire cap hit hitting this year, it's a big number. And so the Ravens have had to make moves in order to get under that cap. Um, and so they don't have a ton of money to go out and sign a Marcus Williams-esque player right. this year. So I, I do agree with you. The other challenge is going to be the players who are currently set to become free agents for the Ravens who are currently on the team. I got the list for you here. Okay, I'll yeah. run through it quickly. Marcus Peters, Justin Houston, Kyle Fuller, Jawan James, Sammy Watkins, Trayvon Mullen, Jason Pierre-Paul, Stephen Means, Josh Oliver, Kenyon Drake, Demarcus Robinson, and Vince Beagle. And Ben Powers. You missed one of the biggest ones. Yeah, and Ben Powers. How did I miss him? Yeah, Ben Powers and Justice Hill. Sorry, it was it was organized poorly. Okay. Ben Powers okay. and Justice Hill. Yes, thank you. Yep. Um, there's some exclusive rights and restricted free agents. The most notable on the restricted free agent front is Tyler Huntley. So right. the Ravens are going to have to decide... You know, what how they want to handle that and the tender and all that. Um, so, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't think we need to go through every single guy here. Yeah. Um, but I think at the top of that list is Ben Powers and Marcus Peters, and it is going to be, I believe, difficult to keep either of them at this point. Oh, I, w- I would not rule out Marcus Peters. Okay. I would not. Um, I think it's. I think we've said all along. It, it seems like the writing on the wall for is on the wall for Ben Powers and him leaving in free agency. I just think, you know, they've already invested a fair amount in, in their offensive line. He's gonna, I think, get a pretty darn good contract. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, they have Ben Cleveland. They have other candidates that could play that will compete for that left guard starting job. Um, I mean, Ben Powers could be a guy that by four o'clock on Wednesday, you know, or even we're hearing buzz that they've agreed to terms with whoever, right? Mm-hmm. With some team would not surprise me if Ben powers, if that went pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Marcus Peters is not going to go particularly quick. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a situation probably where he sits, you know, maybe he gets, they get some other offers. His agent gets some other offers. They really weigh their options. And I, I don't think that's going to be a, Wednesday at four o'clock announcement yeah. situation. Unless it's back with the Ravens. Yeah. Do you think that that's the situation with Marcus? I mean, when you say not very quick, there's kind of a couple of levels to that. There's Justin Houston, who's a unrestricted free agent. Not very quick in his mind is like August. Yeah. yeah no. No. <laughs> Quicker than that. Okay. Quicker than that. I just don't think it's like the the immediate first wave of free agency. Yeah. It could be the second wave. Mar- Marcus Peters is a guy who certainly understands the business aspect of this game. Right. And so he's at this point of his career. I would think he's going to want to have a really good feel for what the market dictates, mm-hmm. but also isn't going to be like in a rush to sign the first deal that comes his way. Right. So I, I think I, it's really, you know, at this point of his career, it's about the right fit. And I don't know, you know, of course, for every player, money matters a lot. Yeah. But I don't know that Marcus is just looking to, all right, which, which is the highest offer? Yeah, that one. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's in the situation that he's looking for. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be... The thing with all these guys is you look at it, you're like, oh, it'd be great to have this guy back. And you feel that way just about everybody, you know. You, I think you have a little bit more confidence that it'll work out that 
Marcus will be back here. As much as I would like that, I do think that the salary cap situation yeah. puts the Ravens in a bit of a bind there. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I totally like, agree. Right, right, if they, they want to go they, get a wide receiver, I think it's hard to go get a wide receiver probably and retain Marcus Peters. And, like, what does that deal look like? Is it, you know... Two years. It's probably a two Two year. years for 20? It's, you know, like... Right. What, and so my point there you is... You don't like, have much wiggle room to push a lot of cap space to the following year. You don't have much wiggle room to push to the following year. Also, like, he's not going to come cheap. Like, he's... Given a player of his pedigree, it might not. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be two years twenty, but yeah, I, I think know. he'll get a nice deal. I think that like I, he's not going to get the deal that he signed three years ago with the Ravens when they did the extension with him, but I think that he'll get a. He's still a high quality player, which is why you want him back. Right. I and mean, part of part of the, the quarterbacks don't come cheap. Totally. Part of the calculation here is, you know, his knee injury. I think is going to uh, keep his contract lower and his age. Um, you know, he, I think he had a career low in interceptions last year. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, he's coming off the knee, certainly understandable. I think he played better as the year went on. All those are going to keep his value from not going too high. Um, but I think also from the Ravens perspective, you're looking at a cornerback class that is loaded. As yeah. they've said multiple times, you're going to certainly have options in the draft. Now they only have five picks; they don't have a second rounder, and you can only <laughs> you can only take a wide receiver or a cornerback at number twenty two. You can't take both, <laughs> right? But I think they feel confident that maybe it's a third round pick, whatever, that they're going to be able to get a good young corner in here, possibly in the first round. And I do think they like the young corners they have on the scene. They like Brandon Stevens. Exactly. They like Pepe and Williams. They, they, they have like some depth. Davis. Exactly. They have some depth there. Uh, yeah, Brandon Stevens has started games at cornerback. You know, um, so they brought back Daryl Worley already to provide a little bit veteran of veteran uh, experience there. So they they don't they don't have to bring Marcus back. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I don't think you, it's like, oh my gosh, what, where are we going to be at if we don't bring Marcus back? I think they'd like to bring Marcus back because they like the player. They like all the things that, you know, the competitor, uh, all that with Marcus. But, um, so I could, I could see it going either way. I could see it going either way. I think part of it depends on, you know, a lot of this, I think they're going to be pretty aggressive in the wide receiver market. I think that they're going to try to sign a, a wide out. And I think it could be one of the top guys. Wait, 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 wait. wait. If that happens, they ain't bringing Marcus okay. back. We started if this. that doesn't happen. <laughs> if, <laughs> bring it, back to the start of this. You already said you don't expect them to make the splash signing like of Marcus Williams last year. It's not going to be that big. You've it's already not be that big. Are we already changing your tune halfway through? It's not going to be that big. But it's going to be... It's going to be medium. You expect them to be in the market for the top free agent receivers. Okay, I should retract my top. Okay. It's going to be medium. Okay. Medium to high. (laughs) (laughs) Medium well plus. (laughs) I think think they're going to be in that wide receiver market. But if that doesn't happen, then the chances of bringing back Marcus, I think, will, you know, obviously that goes up then. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't think it's going to be both. Um. I think they're going to keep Marcus and his agent's number close at hand and keep him abreast of the situation. That's what I expect. Yeah, and I it, the timing of things is interesting. You know, like I, I don't, I really don't know. As most listeners probably know, Marcus doesn't talk with the media much, uh, <laughs> so he his desires are unknown I, to me. Does well, I mean, he want think- to sign? Mm-hmm. Before the draft, does he want to see how that plays out? Like mm-hmm, those, mm-hmm. a guy at this stage of his career, those are right, questions. To my that point I of like how long does he linger on the open market? Yeah, 
I don't know. So in terms of, all right, so you brought up receivers, all right? So you want to dive into some of the guys here, just as a quick... Well, I think there's there's also going to be cap casualties. So you go ahead and you can dive into who the unrestricted free agents are right now, but I, I think, you know, even as of recording this, there might be more guys that are popping up, you know? Right, right. Like, there's going to be more wide receivers that hit the market. Definitely. So some of them who are out there, but, you know, who as unrestricted guys... DJ Chark, Robbie Anderson, Nelson Aguilar, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, Alan Lazard. That's the name to watch. Alan Lazard or Julio Jones? I think Alan Lazard is the name to watch. All right. There's, uh, there's, there's Matthew Barry came back from the combine and said that's the buzz he's hearing is that the Ravens and the Chiefs are two teams that are very interested in Alan Lazard. It would make a lot of sense, you know, based on his... Now, oh, as I've always say, the, the combine buzz... Can that can just be total hogwash? Uh huh. You know, but that's what Matthew Barry reported. Paris Campbell, McCole Hardman. Paris Campbell's a guy that I've talked about before that I think makes some sense. Juju Smith Schuster. Don't see that one probably happening. So, I mean, <laughs> but I didn't. I, I could. I could keep happening a couple of years ago. You know, I could. I, <laughs> I could was keep, wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, Odell Beckham. That's uh, another interesting one. I yeah. mean, you know, there were reports that John Harbaugh had already ha- had conversations with Odell Beckham last year. Yeah. John Harbaugh had conversations with him. Right, right. And so I, I do think Odell Beckham is somebody that's kind of the buzz is, you know, there's a ton of buzz late in the season about does he sign with a contender and all that stuff, and that didn't happen. I do think he's an interesting name to look out for now. Oh, he totally. obviously has some history with Todd Munkin. Coached him, coached him in Cleveland. Yep. Now, I think... Odell Beckham was complaining about his amount of targets that he was getting back then. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Todd Munkin talked at his introductory press conference about how he thinks Odell Beckham is a great receiver. Yeah. He thinks very highly of him. Totally. So I do think that's another name to watch. So, you know, th- those are some of the guys who are out there. I mean, yeah. I could keep running through the list, and we don't need to go through it, but whether Ravens would be interested in this guy or not. I, I think that they're going – here's the thing. The Ravens have made it clear that they want to remake the wide receiver room. Yeah. Okay. So you can do that through free agency in the draft. You could also, a trade could be in the mix there potentially as well. But DeAndre Hopkins has been widely rumored. Right. The latest reports are a second round pick, which the Ravens don't have. Right. And so the price is going to be expensive there. Then he comes at a higher price tag because he's already signed a contract. 2024 second round pick, whatever. So it's it's trade, free agency, or the draft. So at this point, a trade hasn't happened. So. Like, you're looking at free agency in the draft, you only have five draft picks, so you're not going to use all five draft picks. I'd say at most you're probably only going to use two on the receivers. Don't think the Ravens are going to trade their first-round draft pick for a wide receiver. Trade. No, 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 trade. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. Don't think I, I don't think the they're going to do that either. I'm saying you're probably at most going to use two of those five picks on a wide receiver. At, at most. At most, Correct. okay? So all of that to say, I think they're going to sign somebody in free agency. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're not. I, I don't think they're just going to sit out free agency and say the wide receiver makeup, the the makeover for the wide receiver room is going to come exclusively from the draft. Exactly. That's that was the point that I'm trying to get to. Exactly. I think that they're going to try. They're going to sign somebody in free agency, and it just comes down to what that price is and whether it's, you know, you keep changing your definition of top, middle, medium to top, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere between the top and the bottom. I mean, they're going to be in the Alan market. Lazard would be a top. He would be I mean, at the top. He, he's probably like one of the top five wide receivers on the open market. Yeah, right now. he's a big. He would and and you know, what's he command yearly? Is it? It's probably between ten and fifteen. Right, somewhere in there. 
now, you know, and you're probably signing him to a, you know, he's a young player. You're probably looking at a four-year deal, something like that. It, on a four-year deal, you can backload it a little bit more where the Ravens can make it work for this year. It's so just that's like, why I don't rule out, like, they don't have a ton of cap space, but if you're going to sign somebody to a four-year deal, you can kind of play with those numbers a little bit you more. You can't, it's just like... Al Lazard or somebody who's in that medium top level is going to be at a high price. Like Christian Kirk last year signs with the Jaguars. Yeah. He gets a four-year, $72 million contract. That's rich. That's basically that's basically in the mix for that Marcus Williams level contract. Yeah. And so that's 18 a year. You have the ability to have I don't some know flexibility. That, I don't know that Lazard's going to get that big a deal, but you never know. But these no wide receiver numbers. Point, these, right. We were having this conversation a year Certainly ago. Certainly you didn't think Christian Kirk was going to get that deal. Right. Yeah, I mean, wide receivers are expensive. Wide receiver, and that's why, like Paris Campbell, I don't think you know he's kind of maybe I don't know half the cost. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting option, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to look for somebody that's a little bit younger than like the Sammy Watkins that they've been bringing in. Yeah, in yeah. years past. Yeah, that's what I anticipate. Um, I think they want to more aggressively invest in at wide receiver. I think that they saw that last year. Now they're very excited about Bateman coming back and think he can have a very big year. They've been clear about that. But it was also clear that last year they were too thin at wide receiver. Yeah. And they could they could spend another first-round draft pick at wideout. I expect they certainly might. <laughs> you know, I think probably it's going to be a wide receiver or a cornerback as we sit here now. Yep. It would, I would be, it would be a somewhat of a surprise if it were any other position. I agree. Right? If I'm, so, if I'm filling out the mock today, I'm going wide receiver. But even if it's a first-round wide receiver, like, you, what, you expect that guy, that guy is going to be an immediate starter? He's going to be your number two? Immediately from yeah. the jump, and if it's and if it's somebody like Zay Flowers or you know uh, whoever it is, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know uh, who else? Uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah, like those guys are, you know, some of those guys are primarily projected as slot wide receivers. Right. Right now, Quentin Johnston is more of an outside wide receiver, but like if it's Zay Flowers who's been widely projected to the Ravens, or it's Jackson Smith and Jigba who also is a popular pick, those guys are. They can probably play outside, but they're primarily slot wide receivers. I don't know that you're going to have them as a starter year one. Sure. So, like, again, to the point, I think you need a veteran. You need a veteran out there, and I think that they're looking to do a little bit more than what they've done with the Sammy Watkins-esque signings. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be a wide receiver that gets out of Or Michael Crabtree. Yeah. And and a Paris Campbell or an Alan Lazard would fall into that mix. McCall Hardman would fall into that mix. Yes. And so, is it going to be one of those guys? They come at a top price. Receivers are only getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it will be challenging, and I think that there's a world in which the Ravens end up getting left out of that just based on price. Mm-hmm. Um, we could get priced out on that. I think that they will be in the mix yes. for those guys. I would agree with that. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll give you our final thoughts on the week that is ahead on free agency. All right, listeners, you know that the sports landscape is ever-changing. This week is no different. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, and it still has daily fantasy contests running for those who are looking to have skin in the game. Every player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap, which is the name of the game this week, and then you sit back and you watch your points pile up. So go ahead and download the DraftKings app today. Sign up using the promo code FLOCK. New users will get a free entry with your first deposit. The code is FLOCK at DraftKings. All right, before we completely close the book on the wide receiver discussion, Hmm. an interesting name who we didn't bring up is Demarcus Robinson. Mm -hmm. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent. Yep. 
I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that he lands back in Baltimore. Certainly. I think especially, you know, if they are in the mix for some of these top, you know, wide receivers that we're talking about and those do not come to fruition, then I think Demarcus Robinson, you're talking about a probably a, a cheaper option uh, who the Ravens obviously like, have familiarity with. And by the way, their new wide receivers coach, Greg Lewis, coached in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So a lot of familiarity there, and they, they might feel like, yeah, we can get the most out of DeMarcus and like help him take the next step. I, I think he's a talented dude. Like I lo- I liked what DeMarcus, I mean, he led the Ravens receivers in receiving yards and kept catches yep. last year. So uh, I, I think that would be a valuable uh, guy to retain. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Yeah, and also, like, if you look at the receiving core and it's Demarcus, Bateman, insert veteran. You know, like, like, uh, you know, could, well, the could, question is if you bring back DeMarcus, do you, does, is that the veteran? And then you basically say, we're also going to draft somebody potentially high. And then you also have, uh, Duvernay. Yeah. You know, is that, is that enough? Right. And yeah. maybe then you could, maybe, maybe you could still add a veteran down the line if you have the possibility. I think if they don't, if they don't, aren't able to sign an unrestricted free agent or trade for, or trade for somebody, just knock the mic, uh, or trade for somebody, then I think bringing back DeMarcus uh, becomes a much higher likelihood. Yeah. And then also you look at the group, and it's Bateman and DeMarcus and, say, Flowers, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you know, that's, you know, Bateman's coming back from the injury. You feel like he's going to have a big season, so you start to feel better about that. Um, all right. Uh, the other position, just quickly want to hit on running back. You know, the Ravens have two free agent running backs – Kenyon Drake, Justice Hill. Um, I know there's been, you know, some buzz about whether they could take B. John Robinson. For the record, I, I don't see that as a first-round option. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do that. I think they could draft a running back in yeah. the mid-rounds. Yeah, I agree But I with that. don't think it's going to happen at, in the first round at 22, given some of the other needs. But I, I also wouldn't completely rule out bringing back Justice Hill or Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like those guys, like valuable contributors to the yeah, team. Yeah, they 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 are they're capable guys. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at that position and you want to have some depth there, you want to put yourself in a good position. Like one thing that Ozzy always used to always say, always remember it. Basically, it's like you you want to try to you want to go into the draft with basically no holes. Right, you plug holes. as many holes as possible. Yeah, you want to go into the draft feeling like you don't need to take a position. You're not pigeonholing yourself into any position. And so keeping those guys would give you some flexibility there. For sure. Could you see either of them come back? Yeah, I could. I mean, Justice Hill is a valuable special teams player as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a different kind of back than what the Ravens have already in J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Um, I think that, you know, there's value there. Certainly. The other thing, too... In the I thought he played pretty well, too. I thought yeah. he had a good year last year. Coming off the Achilles, he looked fast. I thought he had a good year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he filled in nicely, especially yeah. early in the year when mm-hmm. he was the guy. Yeah. They they rode him in some games. I, I, I liked him when he was on the pod, too. I liked his attitude. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other... The Are other you talking about Kenyon? I was talking about Justice. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. My I bad. was like, I don't remember that. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. My bad, yes, Kenyon. But Kenyon, yeah, yeah. Ken, Kenyon, when they had to lean on him, he, yeah, he had some good games. The other, the other guy that I'll just... We, we've talked about him before, but Justin Houston, DaCosta said at the Combine, like, yeah. he's probably not going to make a decision anytime soon. I, mean, I that, think that's that could after be a, the draft. That could be after the draft. I mean, that might be call him up in August, potentially, mm-hmm. if he's still sitting out there. Now, yep. the caveat, of course, now, is Dr. If, Rush calls him up and said, I got a prescription for Justin Houston. <laughs> yeah. he, I'm gonna, it's all going to be all year long. It, it will be. I have no doubt. <laughs> but but if, if another team does say, look, Justin Houston had almost double-digit sacks, you know, let's go ahead and get this guy. Like, if another team comes calling, then he may end up taking that big deal. But there's the potential for that. There, of course, there is. There's always the potential. All, you know, it only takes one. So, mm-hmm. could that happen? Sure. Um, but I think that there's a chance that Justin Houston ends up back on this team in June. Joel. Yeah, totally agree with that. The, you know, the defensive line would be the other position that do they sign somebody? I think. I think all those other ones are any other position they're going to address. Uh, via free agency, which I don't think is going to be a lot, would be in the second or third waves of free agency. We're talking like after the, you know, when they don't keep count against the compensatory formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we're talking about free agents, the Ravens are going to lose. You know, when we always have to keep the comp pick. The, just because the Ravens don't have a comp pick this year, let's not forget that they like comp picks. Right? Yeah. We always spend so much time talking about this. So, like, it would not surprise me at all if they went after a wide receiver that was released mm-hmm. by another team. That would not surprise me at all. Um, same goes for like filling other positions of need. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, they signed Brent Urban last year. Yeah. And, you know, in a later wave of free agency, like there's, there's going to be that too. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I could totally see, I mean, that's going to be the case. And they'll continue making like some of those kind of under the radar type signings. That's something that they've done. I mean, like Kyle Fuller was a guy who like, yeah. Was a now of course he got hurt in the first game, but he ended up being, you know, basically a starter, you know, right. as a third cornerback. So yeah. there will be guys that are in that mix as well. So, I think Josh Oliver is an interesting free agent for the Ravens to mm-hmm. to watch. You know, I mean, he he ended up crafting a pretty good role for himself in this offense as a blocking tight end. How much does Todd Munkin really use that kind of tight end? You know, when you have these other two young tight ends, Charlie Kohler and Isaiah Likely, and of course Mark Andrews. You know, so. Is there any? What's the market look like for Josh Oliver? Is is he going to sign a, a decent deal somewhere else? I mean, Eric Tomlinson signed a pretty decent deal 
with the mm-hmm. Broncos mm-hmm. last year. You know, so like, does Oliver get picked up by somebody? Right. Um, or is he somebody that sits out there for a while and, and eventually the Ravens are like, we like Josh Oliver, you know? Right. But in Todd Munkin's offense, I don't know. It's a lot different from than Greg Roman's. Right. You need, you already have three tight ends. You exactly. Need, you need four. Exactly. The other thing I'll say too is things change rapidly during free agency. So there's reports that are coming out at all times. Yep. Checking our phones throughout this podcast because things are constantly changing. So, you know, hopefully as you're listening to this, it's it's not dated here. You yeah. know, you got to listen to these things quickly because, as I said, things change on uh, quickly. So we're going to be doing more podcasts this week um, just as free agency unfolds and we're talking about all the things that are happening, players signing or leaving. Of course, the Lamar situation is still hanging out there. So we're going to yep. be com- following up with more podcasts this week. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. Um, if the Ravens sign a big free agent, then that guy will be here in Baltimore at some point for a big press conference, I'm sure of it. Um, and that press conference in its entirety, along with all of our press conferences, will live in our Ravens Press Pass feed. Make sure that you're subscribed to that. Also, subscribe to the Lounge if you haven't already. Leave a rating and a review. We always love those. Um, and it's going to be a fun week. I mean, it's the free agency is one of oh, the yeah. most exciting times of the year. Um, and there's this year probably more so than ever. Yep. I turned on the Twitter alerts on my phone. You got to show me how this works because I'm not getting these alerts. I got the Rappaport, the Shefty <laughs> alerts turned on. I don't have the fake Shefty. I'm trying to avoid. Oh, yeah. This give me last year was the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've got got before. You've gotten got like a dozen times. Like, no. I don't know anybody no. that has been got by the fake accounts more than you. <laughs> and also, like, you. We, I, I, th- I think it's borderline. Like you kind of, you kind of like it. You kind of like the thrill of getting got. No, so, I don't like so the thrill you of like, getting got. You, no, you like to retweet not. it, then you're like, oh wait, that was a fake, and then everyone starts making fun of you. Then like all the I emails, don't enjoy that all process. the emails, all the emails come in, <laughs> no. and then it's like. I think Ortiz was making fun of you last year. Like all these people were clowning on you last year. I'm pretty sure Decosta was clowning on you last year. So I'm sure was, yeah. there will be a there will be a fake Schefter, fake Rappaport. No, not this year. That's my Glazer. that is my uh, that's your number one priority for free agency. Yes, not to got got. <laughs> well, we'll see if that happens. As always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Let us know how you think this week will play out. Let us know any questions you have. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.